into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford bailed me out in a big way today, and I'm going to tell you more about it and all of the reasons why Two Rivers Ford is the best Ford dealership in Tennessee. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, gets you in on all the action. Whether you're betting college basketball, I hope you bet the under in this Tennessee game. If you did, or anything across the sports spectrum, DraftKings has you covered with the promo code A2Z Sports. Of course, you know that the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address Without the stress, and Brimac Mechanical will give you satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So let's talk about Vols Hoops right now because it's a three-point game. There's 1.2 seconds on the clock in the first overtime. I very much hope that this doesn't go to a second overtime because it has been a particularly difficult style of basketball to watch. And this Jimmy V Classic is going to be interesting. There's some good games being played right now and we'll talk about some of that as well maybe if we have some time but at this point what I'm looking at is a team that derives a lot of its identity off three-point shooting and frankly just didn't have the juice as far as that was concerned now Texas Tech as we mentioned is playing excellent defense so far through this game but there are still some things to be desired as far as what you can expect from Rick Barnes' team and whether you how seriously you're going to take Rick Barnes and this basketball team based on the expectations that you have for your season. So the question that I want to start with your two rivers for take as things get ready to wrap up in the overtime 0.3 seconds with a foul by Tennessee. So it is inevitably going to end up uh, Tennessee with 52 and Texas Tech getting ready to go to the free throw line. At this point, your two rivers for take what one word best describes Vols hoops right now. Let me know in the comments section. We'll talk about it together. Give me one word to describe Tennessee basketball through what will soon be eight games. Let me know, and we'll talk about it together over the course of this evening's show while I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for excellent customer service. We actually went out to Two Rivers Ford today, myself and Zach Bingham, to talk with our friends at Two Rivers Ford about all the cool stuff that we're going to do with them in 2022. And while I was on my drive out there, my car battery actually died. I haven't brought my vehicle into Two Rivers Ford for service in a while, and my battery was apparently lacking. So not only did they give me a ride from the dealership back to my car, but they were able to give me a jump with their mobile service unit. It's one of the many reasons why Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, where customer satisfaction is placed at the forefront or online at tworiversford.com. So what word, what one word describes Vols hoops right now? Because this game was ugly, I think is the best way to put it. And they underwhelmed Texas Tech 57 Tennessee 52, the final in overtime. Tennessee falls to six and two on the season with uh I would I would consider Texas Tech a, a quality loss. 
and Villanova, certainly, who they lost to earlier in the season. These are not bad teams, and it's not without giving due credit to the other side that Tennessee had the offensive struggles that they did tonight. But I think it's fair to expect more when you are as bad from three-point tonight as they have. I mean, it was it was atrocious. Let me look up what they finished with as far as threes were concerned. It was a really, really difficult night for Tennessee from deep. If I'm looking at three, their three-point percentage, oh, my God, 15.4% of their threes made. Six of 39 in total was the final tally as far as that was concerned. That is unacceptable, uh, unacceptable, and that's because they hit a few late. Inconsistent, says Kyle Adams. His one word to describe Tennessee basketball. I think that that's a fair assessment. Six of 39 is embarrassing, frankly. You have to find ways. That if, you're, if you're not being effective, if the kind of defense that you're going up against, as Tennessee did tonight, is And it's not just the defense, right? Tennessee had open looks that they were just not unable to convert. So it's not like the opportunities weren't there. And Texas Tech, by the way, was no offensive juggernaut either. They just played exceptional defense and helped carry them to an overtime win. But there's a lot of there's a lot of struggles at this point. Not a lot, but enough struggles to kind of draw a conclusion that again. After seeing Tennessee start the season the way that they did, where they're hitting a ridiculous amount of three-point shots, and you're, you're not going to grade them against the, the the cushy part of the schedule early on because, of course, it wasn't going to look like how with their season opener. I think they set a single-game record for the amount of three-point shots made, if my memory serves. So we knew that it wasn't going to look like that all season long, and particularly as they played tougher competition. But you saw how much Kennedy Chandler was going to make as the point guard, how much Santiago Vescovi, uh, how much a difference it was going to make for him to not be the primary ball handler. Like there was going to be some fluidity, it felt like, to the offense that was going to allow for more free-flowing style of play, more spacing, better three-point shots, better three-point percentages, and then you end up shooting 15 point, what is it, 15.4% from deep, just brutal, brutal on national television. I pity Jay Billis and Dan Shulman for having to call that game because that was a tough one. But I think if you're looking for if you're looking for one word to describe it right now, I would say lethargic is the word. Lethargic is the word that I would use. It's not. I don't. I don't. I didn't feel like they came out with a lack of urgency, but. I mean, lethargic, if you want the literal death definition, sluggish, right? They, they, I don't know that they look tired, but they look sluggish on offense. Free, fro- free throw shooting was a problem for both sides. It seemed like if either of those teams were hitting their free throws, that they would have been able to find success and really end that in regulation. Randy Fleming says they have to understand just showing up doesn't get you a win. And, and this... This is what we're going to talk about, right? Because I think there is a relatively high level of expectation for Tennessee basketball, but there is something about Rick Barnes and the way that this goes along, uh, the way that this goes along that just that, that perplexes me why they go through these kind of 
these kind of ruts offensively because we know they're capable of playing good defense. Their defense, I thought, played well tonight. I thought they played well enough to win a basketball game defensively. It's just they they couldn't buy a three-point shot, but yet they kept taking them. I needed some kind of adjustment from the coaching staff or from the players from an execution standpoint that would give them the better opportunity to be more efficient with their shot selection. Texas Tech was preventing that to their credit, but also I think that there is you can expect more from this Tennessee basketball team. What one word describes Vols hoops tonight? Uh, we'll get back to the comment section here in just a second. We'll talk about what's happening in the Jimmy V Classic right now and, and the hype train, or lack thereof, maybe. I, I don't know where. I, we haven't really talked Tennessee hoops yet this year, so I think this is an interesting time to kind of gauge how everybody's feeling. And maybe you're not even, maybe you're not to the point where you're watching college basketball yet. And we can talk about that as well. We'll get more into it in just a moment, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code ATOZ Sports gets you as a football fan involved in an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. Or if it gets gritty and grimy, if it grinds down the way that Tennessee and Texas Tech just did you with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You'll be a winner if only a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ATOZ Sports to get in on all the action. A to Z Sports uh, allows you $1. If you bet $1 on any team to score, you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code A to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, what one word best describes Tennessee basketball at this point? I think there's a variety of different ways that you can look at this, right? They they went 10 minutes tonight. They went the almost the last 10 minutes of regulation without a field goal. That can't ever happen happen. It's a brutal, brutal way to go through a stretch. And listen, Texas Tech was not was not without fault offensively. They struggled nearly as much. But what you saw from Tennessee was the inability to find better shots as that game wore on and Texas Tech playing exceptional defense on it. Your best player, well, actually, I... It's it's an interesting question. Who is Tennessee's best player right now? Because I'm I gravitate towards Kennedy Chandler, but I don't know if that's a fair assessment just yet. He's so young in his career, and I think he he has a lot of promise. He has real star power, but I don't know if it's fair for me to look at him and say, okay, this is who's Tennessee primary playmaker will be offensively. This is who has the most ability. 
This is a still young player who's learning Rick Barnes's style of basketball, who we, Rick Barnes was on my radio show, I think after their opening game of the season, if memory serves, about a month ago. And we were talking about Kennedy Chandler and how hard Rick Barnes is on point guards and the kind of ways that he pushes them and how not difficult a system is to pick up, but how much it emphasizes uh, the execution from that position in particular. And that's the case in, in many basketball philosophies, right? You're, this, is, this is the way to advance through the tournament. If you have superior guard play, that's always the cliche that you hear people who don't watch basketball until tournament time use to talk about teams that have good guard play. But it does hold up. The cliches can also be so. So you go through this and you say, all right, I don't necessarily know that uh, that Kennedy Chandler is somebody who I can look at and say that he is the best player. Uh, Kyle Adams says the best player is Santiago Vescovi or Triple J right now. They both consistently give the team productive minutes at all times with defense. And I think that's a good assessment. By the way, what happened to Triple J on that wide, I mean, that wide open dunk? that he had it just it's like he blew a tire the floor uh the floor is cursed at madison square garden that was a ridiculous missed play by triple j in that moment um you have to you have to get more out i mean they're, they're, everybody was missing shots tonight it was just a it was just a weird it, and kyle says he thinks he rolled his ankle i didn't see i didn't see him come up uh injured so let me not be too critical but yeah that was a that was a tough miss Brandon Roberts says it's Chandler easily. He's playing in Barnes' ancient style of basketball. And, and maybe that's fair criticism, right? Rick Barnes is old school. And we have we have looked at, at Rick Barnes' coach teams. And we have discussed Rick Barnes as somebody who is an exceptional coach. And I don't think exceptional is uh I don't think exceptional is over the top praise. I think that Rick Barnes is a really, really good regular season coach. But when it comes time to make considerable adjustments and I'm not saying throw out your entire offensive philosophy and find a new way to play to come tournament time but I don't associate Rick Barnes with being able to maximize the potential of the players on the court by putting them in the best position to succeed by improving their shot selection I think that there's a lot that's left to be desired now I'm not saying that I know more about basketball than Rick Barnes of course that's not the case but I'm just I it's it's my observation with an untrained eye as somebody who enjoys basketball that there's a lot of clunkiness to it, and it seems like that is a recurring theme enough for me to look at Rick Barnes and say, okay, what is happening? Why is it still being done this way? Why does it continue to look like this where it stalls out at different portions of the season? And again, you have to have the players to execute, so I'm not saying that the players are blameless here. But there is something about this system that allows for this kind of lethargy. Brandon Roberts uh, says that lethargic is the definition of Barnes' offense. Preaches wait for the good shot. Most time equals to a bad shot in modern basketball. Triple J missed that shot because Taylor Lewan was not starting in the game. I will never let Broussard live that down, says Tyree Beatty. Yes. Indeed. So let's talk about expectations for Vols hoops at this point, because I do think that's an interesting conversation. Uh, Tian Athena says discombobulated for her one word, talking about Rick Barnes 
uh, Rick Barnes and these Vols. Tired, says Coach Sullins, and almost, says Danny, in the borough. Yeah, there's there's just, there's something amiss there. And I I want, I think that they, ha- they have all the potential in the world. You see it. I think Kennedy Chandler is going to be a stud. He is a, he's a stud now, right? But they have to, he has to, I mean, he wasn't great tonight. Texas Tech, I thought, played him really well. So there's, it's not like one game is the end-all be-all for what may be, what may pose future problems for Tennessee basketball. But I do think that this game is a good example of one of those frustrating Barnes coached team performances where you come away saying, what the hell did I just watch for 60 plus minutes? Uh, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the hype train or lack thereof around Tennessee basketball here in just a second. I want to ask you in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what are your expectations for Vols basketball this season for Tennessee basketball under Rick Barnes? Give me your response. We'll talk about it together here in just a moment, right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. It's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed as far as the intel that you're receiving is concerned. The intel is what the Ashton team offers to you. And nobody has better intel than Gary Ashton and the people on the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go because if you're buying or selling a home in Middle Tennessee, you have to have the best intel, and Gary will provide it to you as the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, expectations for Vols hoops. Well, Tennessee in 2020, understanding that everything was weird in the pandemic year, I think there's a lot that you look at and say, all right, Rick Barnes has has done enough in his career. He, he has recruited the kind of talent that you expect to be able to flourish. He needs to help them flourish within the system that he has. And you have this stinker of a first round exit on his resume in the tournament this past March, losing to Oregon State and not by a close margin. 70 to 56 was the final margin of victory for Oregon State, an Oregon State team that they should they should have been more than capable of beating. They uh, did well throughout the course of last season. They found ways to string wins consistently together. They kind of sputtered in the second half and as conference play really got underway, right? They, they would, they would drop a couple back to back. They would find ways to beat teams like Kansas and then lose by two to Ole Miss. They would beat Kentucky and Georgia, then lose to a poor LSU team on the road. Like there's, there's a lot of stuff about Tennessee that's been so up and down. And so I wonder what relative expectations are. Would it, would it, would you be satisfied to see this Vols team win an SEC tournament? I think there's a lot of people who would come away and say, yeah, I think they're capable of that. For Kyle Adams, it's the Sweet 16. That's his expectation. Uh, NIT, says Lewis Chesney, who is also a noted Vanderbilt fan, so Lewis will have to take your analysis 
with a grain of salt. Still early in the season, Buck. Neither team deserves to win that game. They both uh, were awful shooting and shooting too many threes. Yeah, and and this, again, is going to be an adjustment that the coaching staff will have to evaluate. Why was our shot selection so poor? Why why were we chucking them up continuously while going, what was it, six for 39? Six for 39, and that was because they made a couple towards the end of that game. It's wild how bad they, they were three for 30 at one point. And it's one of the worst shooting performances that I've watched in quite a long time. And I also think that Texas Tech is exceptional. As I said, I don't want to, I don't want to continually praise them, but I do think it's important to factor that into tonight's analysis. So, you know, my expectations for Tennessee basketball I need to see Rick Barnes advance in the tournament. I need to see consistently good play throughout conference play once that begins as we get into the uh, the colder winter months and as basketball season ramps up. I need to see consistency. And I know that's such a small portion of this and that that's the bare minimum that you should be able to ask for. But there are there are reasons to question the consistency of Rick Barnes and his basketball team at Tennessee when the talent, as we've talked about, is very clearly there. I need to see them win a couple of tournament games this year. Jason Lamkin says basketball is hor- horrible. Let's go Titans. What do you want to talk about with the Titans? What's happening with the Titans today, Jason? That you're so. Uh, that you're so fired up to talk about. There is zero news with the Titans. The biggest Titans news is that Will Compton didn't sign with the Titans. He went to the Raiders. And we're even going to talk about that at the end of the show. So I don't know. What, you want me to tell you why Golden Tate's not on the active roster for a, the 110th time? No, of course you don't. Because that doesn't mean anything to you, Jason. It's just talking for the sake of talking. And I figured we'd talk about an actual sporting event that took place tonight. Um so with all that being said, the expectations for Tennessee basketball this season should be focused on tournament play. And I mean, provided that they are a team that is capable of making the tournament. Um, I think that there's a, I, I don't think that there's reason to doubt that. I think that six and two is a strong start. I think that there's a lot for them to be able to build upon and a lot for them to be able to what's the word a lot that there that there's going to be able for them to fine tune i think is the word that i would that i that i want to use or the phrase that i want to use i think that there's a lot that rick barnes has to prove to vols fans rather than just being good enough good enough at a certain point ceases to be good enough and rick barnes is consistently good enough, but I think the expectation should be for them to elevate themselves, for him to elevate his team when it matters most, and I think that we have seen it in spurts, but the consistency is what I continue to come back to. That's what I think that Tennessee basketball requires, and also they can't shoot the third one, six for six for 39 from three. It, it cannot happen. It just cannot happen. Um, Tyree Beatty says, I have to believe that tonight was an aberration. The shooting night can't get any worse. The defense was good tonight. I do agree that the defense was good. Rick Barnes, basketball teams play good defense to their credit, but it can't, 
It can't be the first to 45 in regulation. And I think it was tied for it. Wasn't it tied 45-45 or like 44-44 before uh, it went to the to the, uh, to the overtime? It's, it's bad Bo- on both of them. Bad job out of both of them. This is why I uh, this is why I love college basketball, but it also drives me insane. Um, let's move on to something that also drives me insane, which is Will Compton. Will Compton, who got a job. Fortunately, we're happy for Will. Uh, he's got a, a a new family to provide for, and I want to use this moment to both uh, appreciate uh, Will and congratulate him on his new, or I guess, recurring role with the Las Vegas Raiders. This time in Vegas, last time he was a Raider, they were in Oakland. But I want to ask you guys the question: since he's not coming back to the Titans, uh, which team? Should Will Compton play for? He's he's already signed a deal. He's going to Vegas, and uh, and that that will be that. But which team would you have liked to see Will Compton play for? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will wrap things up with a gone viral. It's not a video this week, although I think Reed producer Reed found a way to turn it into a video. Regardless, we'll do that after. I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered, whether it's commercial HVAC, whether it's residential HVAC. Brymac Mechanical is the best in the business. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, Will Compton very excited. I talked to him on the phone today. He uh, he is going to he has signed with the Raiders. I think he's going to sign his contract officially tomorrow. We're going to give him a day off from the radio show. Normally, Will's on every Wednesday, but uh, it just so happened that his his uh, his signing with Vegas will take place when he is normally on the radio show with me. So we'll catch up with Will, you know, maybe later in the week or something like that. Uh, we're going to have Mike Keith on instead. So frankly, I love Will, but it's an upgrade. So we will uh, we'll celebrate Will and his new job, and we'll probably make fun of him at some point. But I think uh, Lewis Chesney would have liked to see Will on the Jets. Mark Jones says the Titans would ha- would have been cool if he could get a Super Bowl with us. Well, I I you know I think that I would have loved for Will to be back with the Titans. I think that would have been great fun. Um, I think that it would have uh, it would have given me personally great content. But it also allowed me to roast Will on the internet today because he announced his own news, as is his right. Um, I threatened, I, I called him and threatened him that if he didn't break his news and somebody else broke his news, that I would fight him if I didn't get to break it. But he did it himself. Uh, and so I took immediate advantage of that to be able to put him on blast. So this is a photo of Will Compton, of course, being mossed in his last time as a right. Raider by Kari Blossom game, Titans fullback. Uh, that was a ridiculous game in Oakland. In fact, I think that's the game that Diana Rossini first reported that the Titans wanted to extend Ryan Tannehill. And there was a, uh, I think it was, I think it was funny, or I thought it was funny to, you know, just to, to rough him up a little bit. And I, I think I got him pretty good. Um, but Will will go back to the Raiders. He'll wear number 57. This time he'll be in Las Vegas. It is, uh, he's going to, he's going to be very successful there. I wish him the best of luck and and continued health and success. I know that he's excited to be playing again. And 
by the way. I know that the Titans were interested, but ultimately, um, my understanding was for Will, this Vegas deal was the better deal. So uh, the Titans are Titans are looking for short-term patches for their linebacker core, and I think that Will will have a an extended stay with Vegas in a way that with the Titans, as soon as David Long comes back, Will would would be out of a job again. Uh, will be will the bus be in Vegas too? Says Reed Besh, uh, producer Reed. Nah, I don't know if the bus is making the trip to Vegas, but I do think that uh, one of their one of the bus and producers, Blas Hernandez, tweeted me and said, "I need uh, that they need a new host," and uh, you know I got a lot to do. I'm kind of busy, but I would consider guest hosting. Buzzing with the boys, they would never let it happen um, because I would drive, I would not physically, literally drive the bus into a ditch, but I would drive the podcast into a ditch just for shits and gigs. But uh, I know, Will, uh, I know that they will find ways to continue to produce content and that Will will still be on the radio show from time to time. I don't know if we're going to make him do it every week because I know that practice will probably correspond with the time of day that I'm on the air, but we'll find ways to uh to keep well around because i know you guys like him even if he drives me insane uh that's going to do it for us tonight we'll be back tomorrow night 8 p.m central time we'll talk some titans because they'll return to the practice field and we'll uh get a uh, another look at julio jones perhaps to see if he's out there and available to them i think that's going to be uh, probably the storyline of the day now that he is designated to return from injured reserve, cleared to practice, but not yet activated off injured reserve. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, radio show will be a lot of fun, uh, and we will uh, we'll have a great time. It's Mike Keith and Ron Slay. We'll talk about more about Vols hoops and some Titans as well with them hitting the practice field 